Welcome back, everybody, to Word of Freedom Podcast. My name is Mary. And I'm Chris. And we are happy to have you listening with us. Amen. Chris, would you like to open up this podcast with prayer, please? I would definitely be glad to. Thank you. So, Father God, we just we just thank you so much for this opportunity to explore more and more of who you are and to see in the in the reflection of your eyes, Father, just who we are in you, Jesus. So I ask, Lord, that you just bless this time, uh, help our listeners to, to hear more of who you say we are and who you say they are in Christ Jesus. We want to give you all the honor and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. So, guys, we want to. Sh- I want to share a little bit of a story of what what happened earlier this week. Um, we have a small dog. We actually we have three dogs, two small ones and a very large. Uh, what is she? She's a golden lab retriever shepherd mix, right? Yes. And our little uh, Sam, he's uh, he's seven years old, and he's suffering from crystallization of the discs in his spine, and a couple of the discs have started herniating a little bit. And they put pressure on his spinal column. So he's effectively, folks, he's, he's lost the use of his rear legs. So we've got a special harness to help him get around. And, you know, we've been taking him to the chiropractor and he's actually doing a lot better now. But I took him out for a little walk because he said he needed to go use the restroom. And so, yeah. you know, we picked him up and I took him out and we're at work and we're running through the parking lot. I'm kind of jogging along next to him, but he, since he doesn't have a full use of his back legs, he kind of weaves back and forth side to side as he's running. So I'm paying attention to where I don't run over him and we're going between a couple of cars and he shoots down in there and you know, those little concrete stops at the end of the driving or the parking lot spots, you know, those little things. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I wear these amazing shoes. People there are they're they're we don't get paid for this, but they're Vibram five finger toe shoes. And they're just lightweight. They're awesome for my feet. And but what they're not good at is stopping that concrete when your toe hits it. That's an ouch. It was it was, I'm I'm very thankful to the Lord that I didn't like roll on the ground in the gravel over the dog, you know, and have just a major catastrophe. But it really, really hurt and you know, Sam went about his business and we kinda, you know, didn't quite really jog back to the shop, but uh we got back up there and I and I told Mary, you know, I said I, I really smashed my toe and it really, really hurts. But we prayed about it, we prayed over it. Pain lessened a little bit. We got, anyways, got home. I put ice on it. Yeah. And you could see it was starting to swell. And then by the end of the night, uh, it was, it was black and blue and yellow and it was nasty. Way back. Not just the toe. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was way back there. Yeah. I just wanted to, you know, kind of share that because, uh, it's how we react to life when things like these things happen. It really shows the conviction of our hearts. Right. Absolutely. When you're in the heat of a moment, I think something that we've heard and you have said many a time, the squeeze thing. When you squeeze an orange, you don't expect apple juice. You expect orange juice. Yep. So if you squeeze a Christian, you shouldn't expect foul language and all of that stuff to come out. You should expect Jesus. Amen. I remember hearing Todd White said he's like a he's like a Jesus filled donut, and if you squeeze him, just Jesus comes out. 
But yeah. it, it is an amazing analogy. I think Dan Moeller actually actually said it first that yeah, if you squeeze an orange, you wouldn't expect apple juice to come up. If it did, that would be strange. So if a Christian gets squeezed, if anything other than Jesus comes out, or if a Christian thumps their toe hard, full on running into a concrete brick, if anything other than Jesus comes out, something's wrong. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, oh, okay, I'm okay. No, no, no. You you don't have to sit there and, and placate. Oh, no, I'm I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. I always walk this funny. Yeah. <laughs> Pain is normal in my life. I'm used to it, and it's okay. No, um, we just, it's how we react in the situation. Exactly. So if you guys remember last time we left off, we were looking at our identity in Christ, and we were looking at that we have been forgiven of sin. We have these lists. Uh, one is one that I made up, and one is one that a friend of ours gave us. So we started looking off at the first of these, and the first one was Mary's favorite, and it was... A child of God. And then we, we talked through that, what the ramifications of that means, you know, the, the forgiveness of God through Christ Jesus. And then we started looking at the second one on my list, which uh, in the last episode, which was forgiven of all my sins and washed in the blood. But when we got to the end, we landed on this scripture, which is in Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. It says, for he made him, Jesus, God the Father made him, Jesus Christ, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we, the believers and the followers of Jesus Christ, that we might become the righteousness of God in him, in Jesus Christ. So we kind of looked at that, and we really wanted to kind of expound upon that today. We really wanted to not just like say, hey, this is a great scripture, bye. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... It's kind of good for a cliffhanger, but we got to come back to it, right? Yeah. So, Mary, why don't you read this other scripture that we found that kind of goes right along next to this. So this is in 1 Peter chapter 1, and go ahead and pick it up in verse 21. Okay. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Of your souls. So he bore our sins in his own body on the tree. That's what we're talking. That's our salvation. That happens there. And that goes back to the second Corinthians five, that we having died to sins might live for righteousness. You know, when we talk about righteousness, I think it, it kind of gets lost in the mix. We think, oh, God is, is righteous. He's holy. He's, you know, he is the righteousness. But it says in scripture that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ, in him, right? Yeah. So we got to look at what is righteousness. And without actually Googling righteousness, I actually went to Wikipedia, which was, a, you know, where else are you going to go? I, I literally typed in biblical definition of righteousness. Okay. Okay. I didn't just say, Hey, Google, what's righteousness? 
And and if I keep on saying it, maybe they'll like uh, sponsor this podcast. I I really doubt <laughs> it, but they probably won't. So righteousness, according to Wikipedia, is the quality or state of being morally correct and justifiable. It can be considered synonymous with rightness or being upright. It's not this holier than thou thing. It's holy like thou, God. Right? Yeah. And that's I think that's one of the things that a lot of us get twisted is we think of, well, you're just holier than thou. So no, I'm trying to be holy like he is because he says, come up here. Yeah. Be like me. Follow me. Deny yourself and follow, follow me. Yeah. yeah. So we want to look at at more scriptures. We don't want to just come across as, you know, trying to be pompous and pious and all those other fancy words that I really don't know the meaning of. Okay, so let's go to Romans chapter one. What is it? Verse 17. 17? Yeah, there we go. Can I back it up to 16? Sure. I mean, because we never want to take anything out of context. So let's back right. it up. Romans 1, 16 and 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. So for in the gospel of Jesus Christ, in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. And we live by faith, not by sight, sight. right? Mm -hmm. And the just shall live by faith. So it's saying it all over and over. So that it's it's this righteousness that leads us in our life. If we draw close to God, like it says in James, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Well, I was thinking, you know, where it says, for in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. And it reminds me of Hebrews 11, where all of the people, well, not all, but many are listed because of their faith. It's been coined as the hall of faith. Yeah, Hebrews 11. Right? So from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. And if we'll look at that, we will see that those people believed and trusted God. Yeah. So much. They lived by faith yeah. in him for just about everything. Yeah. No, I shouldn't say just about. For everything. Yeah. I mean... You, you look at Abraham, look at Sarah, and the many others that are mentioned in there. It's just, if they could do it, we can do it. Absolutely. So we I, even have a little extra now. It is. And, and, and that's a beautiful, extra, that's a beautiful thing that you pointed out. But I want to read this, and then we'll, I'll, okay. I'll talk about what you just said. In Hebrews 11, uh, verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen for by it, the elders obtained a good testimony, right? Yeah. So this, this testimony is based upon our faith. Yeah. You know, you, it says that no one can come to God unless they first believe that he is right. Right. And that it's the goodness of God that draws people to repentance, right. Mm -hmm. And draws us to that place of what Jesus was saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is here. And it's the same faith that he is the author of. Yes, the finisher Jesus. and author of our faith. Amen. And by that faith, 
in Jesus Christ and this faith of God Almighty is who he says he is, and he's given us his son, and through his son we're saved, we're redeemed, we're washed clean, because as he is, so are we in heaven. Amazing, amazing things. And by that, we have a testimony. Yeah. And it's the testimony of Jesus Christ is prophecy. And we're prophesying of how amazing he is in our lives, right? Because in verse six of the same chapter, it says, but without faith, this is the flip side of the coin now. Yeah. But without faith, it's impossible to do what? Please him. To please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek seek him. him. And that's the key. Yeah. God has given us this amazing gift through his son. Jesus says, I'm leaving you. And where I go, you can't go right now. And it's a good thing that I do go because when I go, he says, I'm going to go to the father and I'm going to ask the father to send the Holy Spirit. This is the amazing, amazing part. The Holy Spirit comes and dwells inside of us. We talked about this in another episode of how big we are on the inside, right? Yeah. How big How big are we on the inside, ladies and gentlemen, that the God of the universe, the Holy Spirit, lives inside of us? Our flesh is just this tiny little speck of, of being, of time and limit and dust when the God of all the creation lives inside of us. So it's this faith that leads us to righteousness in Christ Jesus so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Yeah. So let's yes. look at um Romans 3. So when do we have 321? I think you have. Yeah. So what do you got? All right. Romans 321. But now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. For there is no difference. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as a propitiation by his blood through faith to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance, God had passed over the sins that were previously committed to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. It's so amazing. I mean, guys, you know, we do try and prepare a little bit, but you just read more than what I was expecting you to read. And all I hear is righteousness through faith righteousness through faith over and over. Do do you guys see this? The Bible totally shows through multiple people, through multiple scriptures, the same thing. It's the, it's the wholeness. It's the cohesiveness of the word of God, because it's all about the same Lord and God, our savior, Jesus Christ and our father and the Holy spirit dwelling inside of us. Yeah. Let's, let's look at this again. But now the righteousness of God that is apart from the law is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ. Yes. See, if it's just the righteousness of God, why does it have to come through Jesus Christ? 
because it has to be given to us, right? Right. And then it says um, that we've been justified freely by this grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God sent forth as a propitiation, the full payment, complete and fully payment by his blood through the faith to demonstrate what? His righteousness. Because of his forbearance, his foreknowledge, God passed over the sins that were previously committed to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Yeah. There is a lot there in that. I mean, there's a lot in that. In just this one section of, of Romans, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, guys, we don't plan these things out, like I said earlier, really extensively. We kind of get some ideas of what it is we're going to talk about. We look at these lists and we think about what people want to hear. And we know that you probably want to hear more on this section of Romans. So guess what? We're going to pause right here and we will pick this up again next time. So thank you guys so much for joining us. We hope that you love this content. If you do, I really ask that you would help us out a little bit. And it's nothing really hard that you have to do. Just follow us on your favorite podcast. Maybe leave a comment below of what you'd like to hear us talk about or like us to talk about. And if you think about it, share this with your friends and your family. Help us grow this podcast. We just want to reach out and help as many people become the best that we all can be in Christ Jesus, the righteousness of God in him, Jesus Christ. We love you guys. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. We love you. God bless you. Bye for now.